All right, welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish Kumi Price. Miss Sheree. And today we are going to get into a discussion um, around finishing what you started. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is it is really important um, for us to share sometimes the why behind uh, what we're being led to to share. And um, when you hear those words spoken over and over again, it's like sometimes, you know, sometimes you're led to write it down. Sometimes it's like, oh, maybe I should post this for others to to hear. You know, maybe they will be inspired as well. And then there are other times where it's elevated and it's like, no, I want you to talk about this and and share um, to a wider audience. So. Um, why finish what you started? Like, why is that important? Um, and, and typically we start off with our grounding scripture, but we're trying something a little different. Um, now we will, we will infuse scripture, um, and within this discussion, but, um, I just want to start, I guess, with saying that I'm sure that you have these things as well things that maybe you started, maybe you um, had direction and guidance to do something and you went down that path and then something stopped you. Something blocked you from being able to be successful in carrying out whatever it is that you wanted to do. Um, and and I can speak personally about that and, and having a vision uh, for from God to carry out something. And when I tell you I've started out on this thing many times, like two, at least, at least two documented times and it's been blocked. And, uh, to the point where I was just like, okay, you know what? And, and I was so excited the second time because it felt like it was really getting ready to happen and it was blocked. Like, I mean, and, and that was when I felt like I had all the things I needed. Right. And then it was just like, boop, done no more. All right. And I'm, I'm, I'm lost at this point because I'm like, okay, so now what, like, what do you want me to do with that God? And, um, this is when I started hearing, finish what you started, finish what you started. And I'm like, okay. And at the same time he had me studying the book of Nehemiah. Um, and it was faint at that time when he was saying, finish what you started, but I was just like, okay, that makes sense. You know, Nehemiah was building or rebuilding the walls of a city and rebuilding a city. Um, and that makes sense. Finish what you started. Okay. I get it. But the lessons learned from that and Dina and I actually went into a study about, um, Nehemiah and, uh, I just, I think there are people listening, some of you who've been instructed to do some things and, um, you've put those on pause. Some of them you've actually forgotten about. Like it's, it's kind of like you just decided, I guess I'm not going to do it. And, um, God's saying it's time, it's time. So I'm, I'm going to stop and just, uh, Dina, I don't know if you want to jump in and, and share your thoughts on this. Yeah. I think that, you know, so many things happen, right? So many distractions. We have to understand you guys, anything I've, I've learned this recently. Um, from um, a woman named Prophet, uh, Prophet Tiffany Montgomery. 
Um, it was so good. And I just have to share it because I feel like it's going to bless you. For any word that has a dis, D-I-S, it's not good, right? Mm. So distraction, discontent, disobedient, disapproval, right? Those things are not of God, right? Mm -hmm. You want to be obedient to God. You want to be in the approval of God. You want to be content with God, right? Mm -hmm. And so what does the enemy do? He brings distraction all of the time. And I feel like some of us um, give up really, really easily, mm-hmm. right? And we're not, we're not able to withstand the distraction. And, I, and please hear me when I say, I'm not trying to dog you. I'm not trying to say that whatever happened, it was not something that didn't need to be dealt with at the time that it came up. But I am saying that you also have an opportunity to return back to the instruction that the Lord gave you. Mm-hmm. And you made a choice not to. You justified mm-hmm. it however you felt like you needed to, but you still made a choice not to, right? And so that distraction profited for the other team because it kept you from the things of God and what he's trying to do through you, for you, with you, all of the good things. And so then there, there's distraction that, that keeps us from finishing what we started. Then there's low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Who are you to be great? Who are you? Some mm-hmm. of us are so afraid of failure, like extremely afraid of failure. You don't want to take the first step without knowing you're making the right step, knowing that, you know, you might have an amen choir. you like, you don't even want to do the first thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so some of us are um, not doing what we what, what God has told us to do, finishing what we started because we're distracted. And then the other part of it is that we just we don't believe in what God has told us to do, right? And so there's so many branches that kind of happen um, in that whole thing. But at the end of you all, we just have to be obedient, mm. right? Because tr- things are going to happen in your life. You're going to have low self-esteem. There is no one walking in this earth that is like, I am just completely amazing in every area. That is not a thing. And, and show me the person who says that they lying. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. And so you have to take what God has said about you and, and believe that so much that it pushes you to move. Even if it's the smaller step, the Bible says, um, you know, you know, don't put off the, the day of small beginnings, right? Like it's okay to small, start small. Starting small mm-hmm. is actually good, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, you know, that's a, some of those some of those things are the reasons why people don't finish what they start. And I know mm-hmm. that's some of the things that, that I've been challenged with, you know, mm-hmm. like every time I literally have tried to really do this whole like weight loss, healthy focus. I have so much knowledge about what to eat, what not to eat, when to exercise, when to sleep, <laughs> all the things, right, right, right. the execution of the thing. And so when you find the time, you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm doing it. Something happens. The most recent thing for me, where I really started to make like big, huge, like, um, progress. Then I got in a car accident Mm. that just, I mean, like waylaid me just, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, it was a 30 day recovery. No, no, no. This was a year out of recovery where I could not exercise. I could not work out. I could not lift the weight. I could barely walk up and down steps. Right. Mm. And so now in this place of being better, you know, like it was a challenge for me to go, okay, now you gotta, you've got to go back. You've got to, you've got to reset it because that's what you need to do. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so 
some of us need to to learn how to get back on that horse and ride again. <laughs> I, listen, I cannot. I don't know. You cannot bring up horses anymore. If you didn't catch the oh last, <laughs> oh my god! If you didn't catch the last episode about the horse. You need to do that. I'm not even about to tell you what it was about because what, what is it you with just me need, <laughs> you need to it? see what her infatuation with horses is all about. But I, um, <laughs> it's holy, it's, y'all. I don't want y'all to think nothing. What's going on with Dana? It's holy. <laughs> no, but it's, it is true. I mean, we do. I think get in a place where once you get knocked down, right, or you, yeah. you fall off that horse, is. Yeah. It is difficult, right, to get back to a place of um, understanding how to shake it off and say, yeah, that hurt, but get back on and keep riding. And, you know, I I think that is um, a place for us to maybe explore a little bit more is the why, you know, behind defeat or a sense of failure like if something doesn't pan out exactly how you expected it to um really doing the work of acknowledging that right like yeah this happened um this thing stopped me from doing what i was doing right it didn't allow me to proceed or progress with ease and you know god never said you know whenever he put it in our hearts to start something and tell you it was going to be easy. I, I doubt that, right? Um, right? But we almost assume, okay, this is already difficult for me to like do this thing that I don't think I can do anyway, right? Like, because um, it's huge, right? And when that's the case, it's because he wants us to rely on him. He wants us to depend on him. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to be able to understand it's bigger than us, right? So he's not asking you to do whatever this thing is on your own. You will need support. Um, you will need help from somebody. Uh, and and that's the piece I think to really lean into, especially if you're somebody who's like, I got this, I can do this on my I'm own. Every woman, I'm, I'm every exactly, exactly people. like that. The things of God are not singular. Um, and and he may give you the charge, he may give you the action, but is going to require support from others. And I know I'm talking to myself right now because it 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 just dawned on me. I was thinking about, you know, ask and you you shall receive, you know, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open to you. And when we're thinking about that, I know for me, I've always thought about it in the context of asking God, right? When I ask God, when I seek, when I knock, you know, God will provide. And sometimes he's asking us to ask others, right? Like there's a there's a level of humility in understanding that everything that God has for you is not going to just come. It's not just going to float to you. It's not just going to fall from the sky. Wow. It's typically attached to somebody. And I think that opens up this this new way of looking at how we move forward with the things that God has told us to finish. Because if you have found that you're stuck and you're like, I know I have this thing I'm supposed to do. I don't know what to do now because I 
I feel deflated. I don't feel like I have the energy to do it. Um, mm-hmm. You need support, even if it's for people to pray you through, right? Like to get the right. thing done. If it really is all on you, you got to finish that, you know, dissertation or you have to um, go, you know, you want to go back to school and you want to, you, that's on you. You have to do those things, but you also need some support. Like you're going to need people praying for you. You're going to need somebody to, to direct and guide you so that you know the next step. Like, this is what I need to do. Um, if you're being charged with writing a book, you know, that's something that is like, it may be foreign to you. You're just like, I've never written a book before, so I don't know what to do. Well, guess what? God has afforded us all the same amount of time in a day. Although we may feel like our time is, is dwindling very quickly and you can't even catch your breath at times. Really be vigilant about, you know, protecting your time and understanding how you're using your time. You would be amazed at how much time is spent scrolling, how much time is spent ruminating on things that should not even be, it it shouldn't even take up space in your mind. Do you get what I mean? Like we, we allow those things to encroach upon the things of God. And that, that is devastating, really. It really is to to our progress, to the things that God would have us to accomplish because none of us know how much time we have on this earth, right? You don't know your exact date of, you know, we didn't know our date of entry. We've been told what it was. We don't right. know our date of exit, right, um, from this earth. So we have to make good use, be good stewards of the time that we have And if he's placed a vision in your heart, he's placed a dream in your heart, he's asked you to do something or you have a desire to do something, you started that thing and then you paused on it for whatever reason. People weren't cheering you on, like Dina said, like you didn't have the amen corner and you're like, ah, well, they weren't feeling it, so I'm not going to do it. You, it's your life. You have to live your life and you're going to have to answer to God, to Christ at some point about how you lived your life and what you did and did not do. So don't let it be something that you have decided that you're not going to do because somebody else didn't support or understand what it is that you were trying to do. That's not an excuse that's worthy of considering, right? Like no, no excuse is because God has said, you can do all things through me who strengthens you. Right. Like you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And those all things is all the things that he's put in your heart to do. The desires, the the dreams, the vision. And it it can feel overwhelming at times, especially if you're somebody who's a visionary and you have a lot of dreams. And I can attest to that. Right. Because I get these things. Dina, I know you feel the same way. You get it. And you're like, whoa, like when, how, what, where, where do I start? Which one? And, um, he will give that all to you, but you know, you have to settle into trusting him to speak to you and actually listening for his voice and what he's saying to do and being aware of what your struggles are, what it is that's keeping you from doing it like that. I I love that you said, you know, going through this process of understanding discontentment and you know, dissatisfaction and dis, 
uh, obedience. Because if he's asking you to carry something out, it's for a purpose. No matter how small that thing is, it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is going to help you. So whatever that is, like something as simple, and I'm saying simple, as him saying, get up and pray. Yeah. Don't delay that thing. Get up and pray. <laughs> like if he's like, turn off, turn off the TV and, and pray. Mm-hmm. Praise me now. Mm-hmm. do it if he's like pick up the phone and call her yeah do it if you're texting somebody and somebody's name pops up and it's like oh like i need you get a prompting that you're, you need to pray for that person or call that person text them check in on them do it yeah just do it and i feel like you know just a couple of things i feel like some people are like what do you mean he told you how, how what does he sound like yeah how, how did you yeah. know he told you to do that right there's a lot of mystery, like with a lot mm-hmm. of people in regards to his voice, right? Mm-hmm. How do you recognize his voice? Well, I didn't initially know what Kish's voice sounds like, mm-hmm. but now she calls me. I know it's Kish. I, I don't have to look at my car ID to know that's Kish's voice. Yeah, well, how do I know that? yeah. Well, because I've known her for years now. Yeah, right. So yep. I can hear her across the room, right? Your child, right? When your child says "mommy" and you're in a store, you know that is you. You know there could be lots of mommies in the store. But that child saying mommy is calling you because that's your kid, right? And so so yes. when we talk about hearing God and, and listening to God, it is because we are spending time with them. And I want you all to keep coming, want you all to keep catching that because every time we talk about it, we talk about a relationship with God. We talk about having a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. You all, it is so important. It it is it's so very very important mm-hmm. do you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying you know how you mm-hmm. have somebody in your life that you just want to be around they, y'all could be talking about nothing like yeah or you all could just be sitting in a room together and not talking but just in each other's presence you're just like i just yeah. love hanging out with them I, that's how god feels about you mm-hmm. he wants to just hang out with you he wants to be like what are you eating today you know what are yes you right like yes. he wants to be a part of your day-to-day life and when you he is that then you will easily recognize that he's talking to you. He's communicating to you, right? Mm-hmm. I've noticed in my own life where I'll be on social media and I ain't doing nothing. And God would be like, walk out of that. Or I don't want you watching that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to watch it either, God. You right. You know what I mean? Like, And I just move right along and I hear him, right? Well, how do I yes. know that? Because I, I know I'm reading the Bible. I know his precepts. Mm-hmm. I know what he wants me to do, what he doesn't want me to do. I know what's of right. God, what's not of God, yeah. right? And so when you hear that, I shouldn't be watching this. I, Yeah, that's him talking to you. That's him mm-hmm. communicating to you as to mm-hmm. what he would have you to do. And again, you guys, the touchstone is being radically obedient. Like that mm-hmm. is really where it's at. Mm-hmm. Like really, really being obedient. I'll share a story with you about what being obedient. Uh, now, there's many, but this one really, really... Um, kind of came up as we started talking about about finishing what you started being obedient and staying connected so i was uh this was before i had grace my daughter and um, i was in a studio apartment you know studio apartments are but a minute big (laughs) and so it was just one not even a big huge space i think it was maybe like 400 square feet not big at all and uh, i had a bathroom and a little kitchen and um i had an air mattress right like this was this was that place where you just really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was sleeping. I was, listen, I was the one that goes to bed at 930. Like 
don't I'm going to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't staying up late in the midnight hour and I was deep in sleep. And um I remember the Holy Spirit waking me up saying pray. And it was a very jolting, like pray, like urgent, do it now. Mm. And I was sleepy. Do you hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, not on this day. You know what I mean? Like, can you talk to me about waking up and praying tomorrow? And but it was so urgent that it almost kind of scared me a bit. So I you know, I wasn't too far from the ground, so I rolled off my air mattress. I don't know what I'm praying about, right? But I just start praying God, and I just start praying His Word. I start praying blessings. I start thanking Him, and I'm just praying and praying and praying. And I just had this feeling, and I kept praying until the feeling subsided, right? I had this mm-hmm. feeling, and I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I really don't know how long that that time was because I was I was really honestly still sleeping, but I kept praying. And when the feeling subsided, I just rolled back in the air mattress, <laughs> went to bed. Like, I don't know what happened. Okay. So I go to work the next day. And mind you, at this time, you guys, I'm in interior design school. So I'm going to work in the day and I'm going to school at night. So right after work, I would go right to school. And it was from 6 to 9.30 or so. And um, so that day um, at work, I called my mom. And I was like, Mom, the Holy Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night and told me to pray. And I don't know what was going on. I felt nervous. I felt a little bit afraid, but I did it. And I don't know what that was about. So my mom was like, huh. And so she was like, well, you know what? Um, um, why don't you read these two scriptures? She gave me Psalm 91 to read. And she gave me Psalm 27. Got it. So I'm like, okay. Talk to my mom. I go through my work day. I go to school. I come home. It's nighttime. Right. It's dark outside. I'm in a studio apartment. I don't like to tarry in the car when I pull into a parking space. Like, I really like to kind of go ahead and get my get out. I Even still, it still takes me a minute. But I'm pretty quick with I don't like to be sitting in my car. Right. Too long. And um, and so I am I'm getting my stuff out. And I was like trying to and I felt a little delayed, like I can't get this together. Right. And I'm pulling in my parking space. I'm facing my just a studio apartment. So I'm looking at my apartment. It was on the second level. And I was in my car and I look up and I see my neighbor, right, who's catacorn. So say I'm here. He lived here and he's on the bottom level. I see him come out of his apartment, very slow walking, not like in a hurry. And I see him come out and go to the sidewalk and go to go stand on the sidewalk where you were right. You would have to look up into my apartment, but right there, he's looking up into my apartment window. I haven't been in my house since that morning, but I like sunlight. So I would kind of leave my blinds a little open. You know what I mean? Like I'm that girl, you know what I mean? A little sunlight. So I'm watching my neighbor look through my window from my car at like 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, oh my gosh. Now, mind you, the one thing I just want to say real quick on the way home up, oh, that was rain. Don't worry about it. Stay <laughs> Um, on the way home, the Holy Spirit said, because I, I remember I was on alert. The Holy Spirit said, what what scriptures did your mom give you? And I'm driving home and I was like, Psalm 91, Psalm 27, Psalm 91, Psalm 27. So mind you, when I get home, I'm kind of like, why did the Holy Spirit just ask me what the scriptures were? Like, what is going on? So I proceed to watch my neighbor look through my window. And then it dawns on me. He's been watching through my window. He's been watching me. Oh like my I, gosh. I had a full on peeping Tom. Like, wow. I had a full on peeping Tom. And I watched my neighbor watch my window. 
And so, and mind you, like in situations you all like that, I get extremely calm. Like I'm not a person, sorry, freaking, I got extremely calm, extremely focused. So I called my mom and I said, mom, I know why the Holy Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night. I know why you need to give me those scriptures. I went to tell her, I gave her a description of who he was, his body, apartment number, all the things. Cause I don't know what's going to pop up. <laughs> all wow. the things, right? And I, and she was like, what? And I'm like, yes. So I said, I'm going to get off here. I'm going to call the police. I call the police. Right. And I'm watching him. Now this is the part where it's like, this is, this is demonic. This man, my, my car's running. Like I'm not sitting in a car that's off. My car's running. He turns around and he faces me. What? Faces me. This is like a horror film. He faces me. And mind you, it was a long sidewalk. So you actually, to get to the sidewalk, to go all the way, like the appropriate way to get to my building, you had to go all the way down the parking lot, all the way up the sidewalk, all the way down. I usually just trekked across the grass, right? So the sidewalk just ended right before the steps to go up to my apartment. He walks past the sidewalk, around the steps, and around to the back of the building, disappearing. So I'm watching him, and I'm like, yes, my name is Dina, da 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 This is where I live. This is what's happening. This is what I'm witnessing. I'm on the phone with the police, 911 person, right? So I said, what should I do? And they were like, can you get out and get to your apartment? And I was like, yeah. Because at this point, I'm like, I'm right. my inner gangster come through. I'm like... <laughs> Some oh my god! I'm not getting ready to go gently into the night tonight. I'm not getting ready to do that. So I, I didn't have much stuff. So I grabbed my stuff. I got my keys out. I'm on the phone with the police. I see my neighbor appear on the other side, other end of the building. Okay. So he walked all the way around, appeared to the other side, started walking up the sidewalk. He's getting ready to go in this parking lot and come up on the side of my car. Not today, you're not. So I get out. Wow. I look at him in his face like I'm looking at you. I saw what you did. I am not afraid. We're not doing this today. So I go into my apartment. I'm still on the phone with the police. Literally. Wow. On the phone with the apartment. She says, lock your door. And I'm like, I lock my door. And um, and she said, we, we have somebody coming out. We have somebody coming out to you right now. I get off the phone, right? Immediately, I start praying. Psalm 91, I get my Bible out. I start praying those aloud. Wow. My neighbor proceeds to come up the steps. Boom, boom, boom on my door. Listen, I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up. I had a very huge window in my studio apartment. This was a big man. If he really wanted to, he could have just crashed through the glass. You oh see what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. And so I think I might have called my mom or I might call my sister and been like, this thing is, this is real in my soul today. Like this thing is happening. Listen, I got the olive oil out. I didn't have no anointing oil back then. I got the olive oil out prayed and consecrated that olive oil and laid my hands on that front door, on the window, everywhere. Didn't I do it? Wow. Came, took the report. Um, I had a hard time obviously sleeping that night because it was just like a lot. I told my, um, the very next morning, I told the apartment complex only for the apartment manager to tell me, oh, he came in asking about you last week. I told him we don't give out, I told him we don't give out information on our tenants. Ma'am, why wouldn't you tell me that? Why wouldn't that be an alert wow. to me? Uh-huh. Wow. But he was doing research on me. This is what I need you to know about that. I stayed in that apartment for another year after that incident. That man also stayed in that apartment. Neither one of us moved. 
God mm. kept me. He alerted me that night, tell me My to God. wake up and pray. And he kept me for the entire duration that I was there. I actually ended up being pregnant while I was still living there. And he kept me through the entire, entire thing. And I can't tell you what the Holy Spirit did for me as far as being brave, as far as being bold. You know what I mean? Because when you see a peeping Tom, you want to get away. You don't want to stay house. You don't, you don't want to do any of that. And I, it was only by the grace of God that I was able to stay there a year after the incident with no other problems, no other issues, no other nothing. So when we talk about wow. finishing what you started, and, and, and that has to come from being obedient to God and doing what God has told you to do. Listen, remember this story because that could, that could have gone a completely different way because God was mm. saying to me, he's been doing this. So that's yes. why I'm my blinds now. Y'all should see me now. I got curtains, blinds, shades. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that my. is so scary. Like I just, I mean, hearing you say, I'm like, oh my God. I, I, and, the, and I think the, the, to me, the real miracle of it all is, you know, protection. Yes. But then the ability to stay right, to stand yeah. firm in the midst of the danger still being present. Right. And it it reminds me of. Nehemiah and how and how. He was so steadfast, right, he was yes. committed, like you are not going to remove me from my post. This is my territory. This is my assignment. I've been charged with this. I'm doing it. And he was, he was, you know, distracted. I mean, he could have become distracted multiple oh, yeah. times. There were folks singer. who were trying to, yeah, who were trying to call him down from, you know, building and hey, you know, accusing him, all the things. Trapping and I trapping trap. Yes. Everything. And God was able to show him all of that so that he could stay focused on the assignment. Like, this is what I've asked you to do. This is what I've given you the resources to do. And that's the other piece I think I want to hone in on before we wrap up is about um, when God has charged you to do something, you know, we talk about he'll give vision, but he also gives provision, right? And um, I believe and I'm going to say this because I think it may unlock some things for a lot of us, really, is that a lot of times when we don't see the provision, we assume that means that it's not, you know, maybe we're not supposed to do it because the provision's not there. But I want us to think back on how many times God provided after the ask right? Like after the disciples went to him to say, Hey, we're hungry. The people are hungry, but we don't have any food. After that ask, then God provided an answer, right? That's when he said, Hey, what do we have? You know, what's available? Oh, we, we got two fish and we got five loaves of bread. Okay. Well, I can work with that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like how many times were the disciples traveling and needed a place to stay or needed food or needed. And what did they do? Did they wait, hold their hands up and look up to the sky and expect things to rain down? No, they didn't. I mean, God has done that before, right? He provided manna for the people that way, but he did it through people. 
So God led them to people who could provide the things that they needed, right? So that they could carry out the vision that God had put in their heart. So I'm saying that because I hope that it inspires you to get out of your own way and unlock and unblock your thinking. Um, And I, you know, I have to even say personally, I'm dealing with this and actually just had a conversation about it last night with my husband, because I'm on this third stance. I'm like, this is happening this time. Like I'm not taking my foot off the gas. God told me to do it. I'm going to do it. And, you know, I keep having these meetings to like get the support that I need to do the thing. And, you know, it's, it's literally like at this point, the, you know, the, the partners that could actually be ideal for this are not the people who are like responding to say, Hey, all right, we're in. Um, and so my husband challenged me last night. He's like, you have some people who would love to help you if you would just share with them what you're trying to do. And I'm like, I know, (laughs) I know. I just don't, you know, like you have those things in your mind, whatever it is, where you're just like, you've created these weird boundaries um where you're not it's it's like i'm not open to asking that person for this thing because i don't want it to be weird i don't want them to think that you know and it's like no like you could be blocking their blessing because Mm -hmm. if god put them on your heart um it's for a reason and it's not to say that there's a yes there they may have a direction for you it may be well, yeah. I think you need to talk to this person or this foundation or this what you know, like be willing to do the yeah, as you said, not despising small beginnings, right? And doing the first thing, doing taking the little step or taking the leap that you need to take in order to open up and unlock the provision because it's there. It's just that you can't expect that it's just gonna fall into your lap, right? Like that's not what it is. And I know we're grinders usually, right? A lot of you are like, if I can make it happen, I'm going to make it happen. But a new thing, right? There's God's always doing a new thing. And sometimes the new thing is, is not just you and about your hustle and your grind. It's about your willingness to connect with someone who has what you need. Yeah. And that, that is, it might be different. And it may be humbling, right? It may be an issue of pride that you need to like, let that die, right? Let the pride go. Yeah. Like let that die. It's not all in you. It's not, you really are not every woman. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's not, that is not what God has called us to be or to do. And so really be attentive to that so that you're not allowing self-created barriers to keep you from God's best. And that's really what it boils down to. Right. And it's really not of God, you all. It really, really isn't of God, this mentality of I'm doing me, I'm I'm self-made, I'm all those different cliche Mm -hmm. things that people say, you know, and people um, are boastful about, I did it all by myself. Look, 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 look what I can do. It's really mm-hmm. not of God, right? Mm-hmm. Because He's meant for us to live in community. He's meant for us, He meant for us to live and be helpers to one another, right? Mm-hmm. And so, 
And when you have the mentality, you are absolutely functioning pride. You absolutely are. And we, and we know that, you know, pride comes before a fall, right? Mm-hmm. That he resists the prideful, right? Like yes. he resists the proud person. And, and so, yes. you know, and, and that thing about provision, you all, the whole thing, of it, listen, if God be God, he's God, right? Yes. And so if he's going to, if he is for you, which you believe that he is, that's what you said when you gave your life to him. I trust that he is, he is, he is. So he's not going to map it all the way out for you. What is the mm-hmm. point of faith? If he tells you to go buy a car and he says, and everything's already done and here it is so that you can see it. Right. Mm-hmm. What's the point of you walking through this process and believing mm-hmm. him? Mm-hmm. Right. That, that would be no need for faith. Exactly. Right? And this is yes. a faith yes. walk. If somebody would have said to me, hey, Dina, in the year 2023, you're going to step out on God. You and a good friend going to do a podcast and y'all going to do some other stuff, right? Without a penny in your pocket. (laughs) I said, you a lie. And the truth ain't in you. I would have never believed that because that's not how I roll. I am a planner, organizer, step A, step B. I got 50 cents for that. I got a dollar for this. I got $20 for that. Like that is me, Mm -hmm. right? And to be in this place and to be actively trusting God and to have seen what he's going to do in the future and knowing that we don't necessarily have the resources to make that thing come about, but it's, but it's there. We've just walking a path and getting to it, right? That is a new plateau for me. That is a new level. And so, um, you know, we just were encouraging to trust God, right? To trust that the provisions are there. Mm-hmm. It is not about your timing. Right. We talked about that last week. Kronos and Kairos. He is a Kairos kind of guy. Right. He can mm-hmm. commission anything, anyone at any time to do anything. Right. But you have yeah. to trust that he is that he is, that he is the great I am. And that as you walk along this path, what you need for that time period, for what that moment is going to be made available to you. But you do have to be humble. You do have to ask. You do have to show that there's a need. Because how many times has somebody found out something like, I wish you would have told me I had such and such and such and such I could have gave you, but I gave it to such a, I gave it this this person. I wish you would have told me. You didn't mm-hmm. have to go by go through that by yourself. And you're like, well, well, that's not honorable, you guys. I know mm-hmm. it's, I know it, it, it may, the enemy makes you think that's an honorable thing to do. I don't want to bother them. No, it's not because it's sh- it's shutting you off from all these different blessings, right? Mm-hmm. One conversation could lead you down. And you like, it was that one conversation that unlocked the whole path for me and it connected me to, to my destiny. That person that I asked for help for connected me to my destiny helper. You know what I'm saying? So it's about being really, really obedient, you guys. Mm -hmm. And, and, and now let me just say this to our, our family that, um, our seasoned family, that's 60, 70, right. That, that might be listening to us and you feel like, is God still calling me to do something? I'm older. I, you know, I'm slower. I'm not absolutely. He is still calling you. That's why you're mm-hmm. still here. Mm-hmm. He's, still call- he's still calling you. And sometimes we don't finish what we start because we feel like we've aged out of the thing. Mm-hmm. Right. We've, we've aged out. You know, we ain't aging out like VHSs. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is right. not that. You know, you are still called. There is still people connected to your obedience to what God has called you to do. So you have to finish what you started. So good. Yes, yes, yes. 
And I, you know, I wanted to highlight this because I know you brought it up. Um, but John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, God's not asking us just to know his voice, mm-hmm. but why do we need to know his voice so that when he speaks, we follow? Yeah. So we have to be in a place to follow him. We have to do our part. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my goodness, how ridiculous will you feel if we meet our master in heaven and then we have to say, yeah, we heard you, mm-hmm. but we were scared. Yeah. We heard you, but we were, you know, not feeling it. We heard you, but we didn't think that we could. We heard you, but they didn't hear it. So I didn't feel like maybe I heard you. Like that cannot be your story. It won't be mine. And I... And you don't want that to be your story. (laughs) You don't want that to be your story. You don't want that to be your story. You do not. You want to say that, yeah, God showed me how to do this thing or, or led me to do this. And I actually... I did it and it was hard, it was difficult and there were some valleys and there were, but there were certain, certainly some mountains and some peaks, but I did that thing, you know what I mean? And And, and he's with you, right? And it's like, it's not about elevating the things that he's calling us to do. It's about understanding that it's for the kingdom, it's for his glory. What we do for him will last. And I want, I I felt like the need to say this before we close out. Mm -hmm. If your focus is on provision, Mm. then you have the wrong focus. Talk to me. (laughs) It, it has been, I think clearer than ever to me that if you're chasing resources and you're chasing provision, you've already lost the game. Like you've already missed out on what the, what it's about. Yeah. Our chase and our focus is on the provider, yeah. on the source, mm-hmm. on Jesus. Everything else will follow. When we follow him, everything else follows. So if you're focusing on, well, I'm trying to do this thing, but I need these things to do that thing. That's why you're missing the mark because the mark is Jesus. (laughs) He, he is, you're okay. If you have him, you have the source, you have the provider, you're good. Mm -hmm. All he's saying is now I need you to be obedient. I need you to follow me. I need you to do what I'm asking you to do. It's not enough just to know me. It's not enough just to hear my voice. It's not enough just to say we have a relationship because what's the point of having a relationship if you're not honoring me? What's the point of having a relationship if you're not following me? What's the point of having a relationship if you're not respecting me? If you're not trusting me? If I'm telling you to do something and you're doing the complete opposite because of whatever you have in your mind about what you can't do. That means you don't think I can do what I said I can do. And it really boils down to that. We are at a place where he's like, what's the truth? What do you believe? Either I am or I am not. I am that I am. But you keep acting like I'm not. Mm -hmm. So what do you believe? 
<laughs> what do you really believe? Why have you not followed me in what I said to do? Why do you keep stopping when I say go? Why do you keep going when I say stop? So if right. you have something that he is put in your heart, he's saying to go and do it, do it, do it, do it, get knocked down, get back up and do it 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 until it's done. Yep. Until it is done. He will complete the work in us until the day is done. Okay. It's so until funny that he returns. Because I was getting ready to say, let me just give y'all just one last scripture, right? <laughs> because I think it's just going to wrap it all up. Mm -hmm. He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So here's the thing. He starts and he finishes. He's the yes. Alpha, alpha and, and the Omega. Omega. Well, how do you mm. say I've been grafted in? I'm a part of you. I embody mm -hmm. you. You embody me. And he's finishing things and you're not. Exactly. You have exactly. the ability to finish the things because the God that you serve, the God that lives within you finishes things. He's so a finisher. Got it. He's a finisher. Yes. So yes. You know, I got it. You absolutely have it because you have Jesus yes. Christ that lives within yes. you. You yes. are a finisher. And mm -hmm. you're going to do it and don't be caught up by boundaries and time frames. And I should have did this. No, 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 no. No, you are a finisher because mm -hmm. you got Jesus Christ. And Keep finish strong, finish strong, finish strong. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's so good. <laughs> and I'm, I listen, we are today is December 13th as we're recording. Um, I'm going to try to push this one out quickly, but it's almost the end of the year. So if you need a timeline, you know, to help you, encourage you to get it moving, get it moving. Okay. Um, because there's still blessings in this year. And Dina, I love that you said that about, um, you know, those that are seasoned and, and mm -hmm. in a space where maybe they're questioning age and, and time and mm -hmm. do I have enough left? Well, that's just it. None of us know. So yeah, you have time, the time that you have right now. So make the most of the time that you have right now. Right now. Thank you all for joining us. We love you. We appreciate you. Yep. We pray that your day is blessed. We yep. pray that your night is blessed whenever you're listening to this. And may you go forth and finish that thing. Finish, finish what you started. God is with you. Yep. Do your part. Do your part. Do your part. Yep. In Jesus name, we pray you on out <laughs> on that. And uh, continue to like, share, subscribe, follow, and we'll see you next Please time. Do. Bye. Kumi Sheree. Bye-bye.